So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast here with the fame. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So it's been a year since State of Mind has been released, or about a year. How are you guys feeling about, about the response to it? So um, well, honestly, it's actually been an incredible response. I mean, ever since we actually released the album, we've had such a, you know, incredible reaction from the fans that we have and the fans that have continued to come and support us over the years up until now. And it, one thing that really realized after the album was the more we toured, the more we realized how much people were enjoying the set life. And the more we toured the album, we realized the songs actually developed quite a lot in a, in a space of which just genuinely happens when you're playing like 13 shows every two weeks sort of thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was actually a really great reaction. Right. Happy to hear that. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Um, band, you were there from the start, oh, I wasn't, so. <laughs> just let me out. Uh, Tick yeah. back the old brain, or maybe I can remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's funny, the name actually came, well, obviously, because it's actually a French word, and it was um, pretty much, I think we saw it in a book somewhere, but I think the conversation was happening. We were like talking names to them, and we went through like a hundred different names. Like, I think one of them was like Acton Avenue, and like look right but don't turn left, or something, just stupid Ouch. stuff. But then we just like <laughs> liked the word fame, and we mm. thought, you know, fame doesn't really represent like our reason for starting this band and when we but we just liked the wording of it and then we saw the word fame f-a-i-n which meant hunger felt like something that was pretty relevant to our um you know reason for starting the band which is just because we love music and we want to keep pursuing that and uh yeah that's pretty much where the name came from and me and Stevie started it out of high school a while ago and uh Lyndon and Sam have joined the party last year and brought absolutely everything to uh to the uh, the new songs that will be coming at some point Okay. Hmm. New music. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so can you... <laughs> so uh, I know we're talking a lot about growth, but how are we feeling about the growth over like the past year from like, I think your blow up might've been on that Andy Black tour, if I'm not mistaken. So from like there forward. <clears throat> yeah. Like that, that Andy Black tour was a, was a great tour for us. We um, gained a lot of new fans on that tour we're playing some pretty big rooms um i think that's the biggest one we've done in the states today and personally that was my favorite tour as well because we had a lot of off days so we got to see a lot of sites along the way uh the grand canyon niagara falls we stopped off in colorado like a national park but um as in terms of terms of growth um it seems to be like i don't know steadily building up after every after every tour we do nothing crazy um at the moment, it's just all, all continual. That's, that's the way it sort of goes. Yeah. You, know, you just progress slowly and slowly, and hopefully you get a little bit off the bottom by the time you're done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, COVID throws a nice spanner in the works as well. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process? Yeah, um, so that's, that's actually a really interesting question because up until about February, this year we hadn't really wrote songs as the four of us um, at all. We were touring all of last year off the stuff Stevie and Josh wrote with a bunch of co-writers. Um, Sam and I had a little bit of input, but it wasn't quite a bit. Um, a long time ago, so it's a long time. But as as for this time, like the idea can start from anyone. A lot of them start with Steve, to be honest. He'll come in with like a chord progression or a melody, or Sam will come in with a guitar lick, or I'll come in with a beat or a progression. It, it depends. Um, we all sort of have an equally. Um, where am I going with this? We all, <laughs> we all, we all pitch ideas, and yeah. it's not always right. 
like Sam's brought in drum beats to me before, you know, Steve, I've helped Steve with bass lines. It's all very collaborative. No, 100%. And Josh will come in. Josh usually comes in after the instrumental's done. He'll come in with like melody ideas and lyrical concepts and ideas. And from that, he'll usually work on them with Steve. And then after everyone's had their stake in it and done their part and smoothed off all the rough edges, we get the song. Um, that was literally a really good way to describe like, yeah. the process. <laughs> yeah. I that one, man. Like, for that, honestly, that took us so long to figure out because really usually when bands start out, they go through that whole teething process, process of learning how to write together and what everyone does, like tendencies at the start. But by the time the four of us came together, we were in the midst of touring and there was no time for that. So um, we were actually very fortunate with coronavirus and not being able to tour. It gave us more time to figure that out, which you know, we're pretty grateful for. I mean, it's a, it's a terrible situation worldwide and we're, you know, our hearts go out to the people that are, you know, in the thick of it at the moment. But for us, um, it was that extra time we sort of made the most of. Wonderful. Oh, that was cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so where was your headspace while you were writing State of Mind? Oh, God, that was a, that's a, that's a bit of a, bit of a throwback. Um, yeah. Headspace. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's really like you could define it to just kind of one headspace. I'd say the songs kind of, especially with different writers and different people being involved in the process, each song kind of had its own sort of headspace in a strange sort of way. But I guess, honestly, the, that, the process of the first album was incredibly intense. And I wouldn't like, rushed is a one kind of way, but it was also like, you know, an incredible learning experience and the things that we've learned from that we're applying to this writing process now and then to the release coming at some point whenever. But, um, you know, I'd say the headspace was just literally like day by day, the same as it is now, but back then it was like, you've got two tours after this, you've got two weeks here, you've got a week in between, you know, four shows to write with this person here. It was a very like intense process, which is one thing like grateful for to thrive under pressure in some sort of way. But I think with this album, we really wanted to just kind of take a, take our time and really like Lyndon said, focus on the four of us as writers and what we can do and give the song. All right. Uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear on the most on this album? Oh, that's, that's a great that's a tough one. Actually. Like, it, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird for us because none of us really listen to exactly the same bands. Like, everyone pulls from a slightly different direction. But I guess where it sort of meets in the middle for us is um, sort of like old rock bands, like Kings of Leon, uh, The Killers, that sort of like that sort of sound-ish is what we've been aiming more for with a bit of a darker sort of sadder, um, what's the word? Like melancholy. Almost. Yeah, a bit, but like with yeah. melancholy a bit of pulse, if that makes but, sense. Yeah, compared to um, what's on State of Mind, it's a bit more, it's a bit more band orientated. Like we're really focusing on the four of us as musicians with our instruments instead of relying heavily on so many production elements. Well, so far, we're only in the demo stage at the yeah. moment, so <laughs> it could all change. We're very much in its infancy, yeah. But yeah, we're pulling more from that sort of direction than where the band was previously. Okay. okay. Wow. Exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, back to State of Mind for a bit. <clears throat> Is there me any meaning behind the uh, album name and the cover art? Um, <laughs> there's like with the, I think State of Mind was just literally, you know, a reflection of 
you know, I think we would talk, I think like, cause the title track state of mind was something that we actually wrote as for all four of us all get like the idea came together and we built out of that. And for us, that was kind of the song that really just kind of spoke to us all like in a really honest way. And it was a really great experience how it all came about. And, um, you know, playing that song live was definitely like, you know, one of our favorites and highlights and, you know, it just felt right across the whole album as well. Cause lyrically as well, it felt like something that was incredibly true to me as a person at the time. And it was one of those times where I remember what came with the first set of lyrics and Lyndon was like, no, nah, you can beat that. You can just straight up beat all of that, like all of it. And I'm like, I was a hell annoyed at first to be yeah, honest, but then like, <laughs> but no, like it, it brought, like it, it immediately came after that. And then like the song kind of poured out in a really cool way. And we fleshed it out in the jam room, which was something we hadn't really done before. And again, that's, I think that's why that song was really special to us amongst the album. And that's why we kind of felt like it was appropriate for the title track as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. And oh, the artwork, sorry, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no. sorry. Yeah, that kind of like represents, I think, like everyone in the sense of like everyone's kind of like the exact same, but the things that kind of define and make a person unique is their state of mind and is their personality and is their little quirks. And, and, and until that canvas is painted with, with life, you're pretty much just the same as everyone else as well. That makes sense. <laughs> that is so cool oh my god that is that is the coolest thing okay uh so what song off of the album took the longest to write and what is your favorite track personally longest to okay i guess humans took the longest to finish well we were doing that, that was mo- i mean most of the songs were written in a day like because yeah. a lot of that a lot of that album was done with a lot of co-writers mm-hmm. so usually that environment um you can get ideas down a lot quicker because you've got more minds on something and even with tracking a lot of that a lot of state of mind was just like well especially for me personally on the drums it was like first instinct and that was it like i remember i had to track you know beautiful drama like in half an hour and i had to come up with all the arrangements sort of on the fly um so it was it was honestly pretty quick in terms of the writing i think the songs that we did purely on our own took a little bit longer like um buying time and state of mind because we didn't write those ones with co-writers and we I don't, we focus more on band arrangements for that. And when you focus on that, it takes longer because you're not just like, yeah, you're not just getting it down for the sake of getting it down and moving on to the next section. You, you're trying to like, oh, what's the bass doing here? I need to like, mm-hmm. get there where he's, where he's like accenting that note. So it's, it's all tightened together. But yeah, so I think those ones took the longest and Ironically, they're kind of the, our favourite songs as yeah. well. And I think we, we were able to have more time to put into it as well, especially yeah. because and it was a different like, like setting the producer and all that sort of stuff as well. So. Yeah, and especially from a lyrical point of view for Josh, like I know Josh likes to take his time and like, you know, get the most of the ideas down and come back and revisit it, like as days and weeks go on. Mm. And with those two songs, um, Buying Time and State of Mind, he really had that. Yeah. And no. I think like personally from a like, outside of looking in on those lyrics, I think they're the, some of the strongest and most personal out of the album. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Buying Time is definitely that song will always be a great song for us. I love that song. <laughs> Wait, so do you think you could pref- you prefer working with uh, co-writers or working like just together, working on just all the little bits and pieces and details of the song? I think the biggest thing we've learned is that like, I think we can appreciate and obviously you know, working with people and stuff and collaboration is an important part of some process. But I think what we really have realized is we just love having the four of us putting our minds and like f- 
focused on something and being like completely, I guess, taking ownership of it completely. If that's the right mm -hmm, way to yeah. describe it. I think that's something that we've really like appreciated and having the time, like Lyndon said, with what's been going on to actually work out those kinks and stuff. But yeah, I think that's something we definitely try and focus on moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So were there any songs cut off of this album and will we be seeing those on any sort of release uh, aside from the couple of bonus tracks that were on the uh, physical album? Um, there was there was a lot that were cut um but for various reasons and <laughs> a long story short you probably won't see that long story you'll never do it yeah. <laughs> no you'll never like accidentally drop them secretly just like oh google drive uh, link on a block hey, uh, we'll give you an album maybe soon so yeah. okay. any contemplation no, they don't want that. that okay? No, they don't want new songs. They want the old songs. The old songs. <laughs> we, want, we want the ones that you guys didn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. That's pretty interesting. What would you think songs? Why do they like it? No, you'd hear it and you'd that's a whole other kettle of fish. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when we've written this one. Yeah, when we've written this album. Uh, you know, maybe times will change. Maybe we could find a sense of humor. Hey, guys, listen to this. And I'll like, maybe we'll do like a tease of funny thing about it at some point. But as of now, no, they will not see the light of day or moon. Okay. Maybe the stars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's fair. Um, okay. So this question. This question is going to be like super quick fire. I want you to describe your music in three words, like super quick. Um, okay. Right, so what, like intense, um, or previously we... or like going forward? Both. Like, both? Okay. Yeah. A set for each, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, I'd say um, new, mm -hmm. like new songs are like more melancholy, um, up-tempo. Mm-hmm and melodic mm. okay i guess okay. i that's, think that's a good one that's a really hard question yeah that was that was um that's a good that was well done <laughs> i'm trying to not use the words that i always use like yeah. eclectic yeah no i, I think i'd say oh, I'd, oh god I, I one way to describe band if that's a mm -hmm. way to describe it like you can hear yeah. it's just instruments band very instrument um i'd say it's got a bit of i bet i'd say it's got a bit more of deepness to it in the sense mm -hmm. of like emotion in certain takes of vocals you know like certain things i like discovering certain points where i can scream and sing in a certain lower register and all this sort of stuff which is really cool um and dynamic as well I'm, I'm across the board of like instruments and stuff especially without production we haven't necessarily had a producer or anything like that had a look at what we're doing and what we've you know done before as well so it's like yeah, it's interesting to know that we've been focusing on that sort of stuff a lot more. So, because okay. we'll see where so yeah, that's my three words, even though I gave you three paragraphs. <laughs> it's okay. Wait, yeah. so that was for uh, looking forward in music? Well, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'd say. Okay. Yeah. What about the music you have out now? Now, um, I'd say it's relevant in a way. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it's hard. Yeah. Oh man. Um, God. Oh. I love Someone this question. Someone who focuses on words a lot, words have just escaped me. 
<laughs> I love this question so much. It's a good question. Like, it gets the gears going, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, okay. Okay. I'd say it's diverse. Okay. There's a lot going on there. You've got some like, yeah. You've got a reggae, there's like, there's like reggae, reggae yeah. dance, and then there's like heavy screaming. It's, yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's a bit of, <laughs> a bit of yeah. Um, yeah. And I'd say, okay, what have we got so far? Sorry, so I've decided. You've got two. We relevant, got two. Yeah, relevant and diverse. Diverse. diverse and I'd say it's emotional as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Relevant, emotional. diverse, emotional. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's being very select about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow you guys to share that answer for the, yeah. the old question. This one time. Yeah. Share it away. <laughs> um, so you guys keep on bringing up this album, so we have to ask, what can you tell us about it? We'll take literally anything. Anything. <clears throat> at, at the moment, um, like all we can really tell you, well, there's not. We're just we've just been writing about the last six months been writing every single day well you know monday to friday um all together you know working on these songs sometimes in like a studio format where we're writing on the computer sometimes in a rehearsal space and we're looking to record it at some point in the near future um and that's that's yeah. all we pretty much know the yeah. like it's really oh. <laughs> really tough with the with the state of the world at the yeah. moment and like um where we are with the songs yeah, yeah it's, that's about where we're at. <laughs> There's a lot of things planned. It's just a matter of where we can kind of not say it because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow, that's fair. That's fair. The whole thing could change. But there are things happening and we're not just uh, yeah, enjoying the sun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess one thing we can say is we're all super excited about it. Um, yeah. You know, because this whole super process cool. has been, it's been a grind like and it's been really hard and some days you won't come up with a single thing very challenging but when you get like something that isn't terrible it's kind of nice so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sums up the whole process oh, right there it's yeah. a grind but when you get something that's not bad it's kind of nice yeah. not, not good but just not it's kind not of nice. yeah. 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 it's not bad you're not yeah. happy but you're, you're just a bit up there now. it's that like, nice yes, feeling okay. until you just produce something that's complete shit again and then you're just starting all over so i know you guys are still like writing it but could we expect it sometime in 2021 hopefully okay like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd hope so maybe not the whole album depending it really just yeah. depends it'd be just, content yeah. out There'd be something else. Surely. Okay. I, I, I would hope so. Yeah. Like, unless something crazy happens, I'd be very surprised. But I'd say so. Okay. I'd, okay. Say, a, I'd say a comfortable maybe. Yeah. Right. I figured I'd ask. <laughs> a comfortable no need, maybe. That's good one. No need to put a date on it, but. Sure. You know what would be really funny, though? If we say this and then tomorrow we just drop an album. <laughs> I swear to God. If you guys do. <laughs> Here's the demos. You better not. You better not. <laughs> Also, here's the ones from before the album you want to do. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, who knows? In an alternate world. In an alternate, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, since shows can't be played right now because of COVID, obviously, how do you guys plan on connecting with fans online? Like live like, streams or... Something we talk about quite a lot, and I think it's just like, on top of that, because we've been incredibly focused on the writing process and definitely connecting with people and keeping you know, our engagement with fans and you know obviously 
you know, not like putting that aside or anything, but when we've really focused on the writing process so much. So, and it's hard because we can't play shows and can't tour necessarily. And also because when we go on social media, we want to put out a sense of progression and a sense of story. We wouldn't just want to post something of the wall for the sake of post something. When we post something for our fans, we want them to know that it's going to be something that's a part of the next step of, of us as a band as well. Yeah. And I guess like things moving forward and, you know, obviously with, with live writing going to be eventually waxing up and, you know, eventually sorting out production and all that sort of stuff, we definitely focus on even like maybe live stream shows or whatever at some point, depending on how it all goes. It really just depends with the COVID situation. But I guess the priority is to just keep being, uh, keep writing songs because I know the fans will, at the end of the day, will always respect the songs over over anything else that we post. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I respect that, yeah. Um, so we brought up this Andy Black tour at the beginning of the interview, and I want to ask, uh, how did that happen and what was that experience like? I know you did touch on the experience uh, a bit. So um, I think how it happened, well, Stevie, Stevie, Stevie tracked with Andy Black. Didn't yeah, because when we were in John's studio, Andy came in a few times and we met him through there and then Stevie worked, played some piano on the record. Yeah. I keep forgetting the name of the record. Ghost of Ohio, that's mm-hmm. it. That's yeah. what it's called. And um, we played keys for a few songs on it. And then I think, I think it was pretty much through that, really. And then Rob, yeah, our manager, would have connected through that, I think. That yeah. sounds kind of like how... I, I think so, yeah. yeah that's how um, Long yeah. story short. Yeah, yeah, long story short, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. No, um, and what, what was the second part of that question? Uh, sorry, I forgot. Just the experience. I know you did kind of touch on it a bit at the beginning, though. Yeah, um, yeah the experience was, was sick. Like, you know... In my short time in the band, we've been on a few tours and that one is probably still my favourite. Just because um, being a support band on the road is a lot bit easier than being a headline band. You don't have as many um, like things to worry about in terms of like well, commitments to be at the venue. You get a lot more free time. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it was, it was cool. We we're playing bigger rooms. We hadn't really played bigger rooms in America before. We we're playing some like thousand cap rooms i remember in andy's hometown of cincinnati yeah cincinnati, cincinnati yeah i think that's what yeah that was that was a big show it was like eight or nine hundred people which is our biggest crowd we've played to in america Damn. um which was awesome yeah so it's always it was cool and the andy black fans were really receptive to our set as well the yeah. two bands sort of aligned really well and yeah they got into our songs which is you know it's always nice like there's nothing worse than when a crowd is just not vibing with what you're doing on stage no matter how hard you try yeah. you just they're not having it it's just a it's just a shit time but <laughs> but they were they were awesome the anti black fans and you know they they really supported us because they bought tons of merch um so overall it was it was a great experience mm. i i really had a great time and all of us did no, got to play some new cities too yeah which was cool especially in the u.s yeah i i keep asking about this tour because i actually went to the one in new jersey and um oh, oh, i didn't bowling yeah the, yeah the, oh, yeah nice. yeah and yeah. when you guys came out on stage i had never heard of you before and josh just started stomping everywhere and i'm like what the fu- who the fuck are these people and i love them now <laughs> so i went on like a rampage i made all my friends listen to you guys so oh, it was very late. cool that's sick all right next time we're doing a tour come down man chuck you on the door spot and you say hello for sure maybe at asprey lanes again that'd be awesome 
when things are. Had you been there before? Had you done any bowling or anything at that um, venue? Like, we missed it. Like, we saw Andy Black and their crew, like, bowling, but we got there a bit late and we couldn't do it. That was, like, my first real show, so I'd never bowled there. I'd never been there for a show or to bowl, so that was just my first time there, yeah. Cool. Wow, fair. Okay. So Sorry, when you, you, you <laughs> wait, no, you you can go. No, no, I was just saying, like it, it's funny, like at least once or twice on the tour, you'll play in this really, really random venue, really? and you'll just roll up, you'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> but, but it, it's, it, like, it's so cool. I remember, like, because that that was one of them on oh. on that tour. But some we played somewhere in Austria, and it was under like a train about. line. Yeah, remember that it one? was like in the woods. No, wait, oh, no, 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 no. I was also about the one near the road. We can't that, that, that was a weird one, one too. Sorry, which one? The Austria. Oh! We, we played this tiny venue in Austria, and like there wasn't enough room on the stage for me to fit in. Played in the little cage. Yeah, like I, that, it was like this little. It looked like a Vienna. big fireplace. Yeah, Vienna. Vienna in Austria, like yeah. this little fireplace thing. And it was like big enough to like sit under there with a drum kit, but that's where I had to go because there wasn't enough room on stage for like the drums to be like near like the other guys. Yeah, and it was so loud because like drums, like obviously an acoustic instrument, you've got bricks all around you. So every time I would hit my snare, I would be like going deaf. You know what? You probably think it actually is looking back. I reckon it was a fireplace. Yeah, but yeah, that was definitely one of those moments on, on that tour, which which is cool because it breaks it up. From yeah, like that's the, awesome. The, sometimes you just play in somewhere that you just don't want to be. The PA doesn't work properly. There's no room on stage. Oh, like, God, so yeah. It's cool when you get like a wild card like that. No, definitely. Yeah. Wait, so was the fireplace like the weirdest spot you guys have performed on a tour? Like, it's definitely one up there. Yeah, there's another, like, the the most random spot we performed was again in Austria, but we, it was like this That's tiny little town, but then we were 10Ks out of the town. So it was like in the middle of the forest, there was just one building and it was like this big bar and apparently like it was a really renowned like concert <laughs> venue or something, but it was literally in the middle of nowhere. There was no phone signal. Like mountains. Oh. Yeah, in the middle of winter and there's snow around and like no cars go past. It was, oh, it was so strange. That's right. It was like somewhere like Bavaria or Austria or something. Yeah. And the, people would walk from the town to come up in like the middle of the night and you just see. Oh, that was awesome. And you guys didn't that. like once think you were going to get murdered on your way to the yeah, venue. Exactly. <laughs> it, it had the biggest haunted house vibe today. Yeah, it, like, it was dark and gloomy and like it was this old building yeah, and yeah, like wooden staircases. as well. That's, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Oh it's fun, though. It builds yeah. character. It's a, that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it builds character, yeah. <laughs> sure. Good stories. <laughs> um, so, when you guys were on tour, what were your top three songs to perform live? Ah, oh, jeez. So, prob- like, personally, for me, it would mm-hmm. be um, Buying Time, State of Mind, and Tongue Tie. Taste. Um, yeah, they're all they're all pretty fun. Like, it, especially for like a drums perspective, mm. they're nice and energetic. I get to do a lot of cool shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I get to yeah, no, like, they're they're definitely definitely my favorites. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'd have to agree. There I was like both, especially especially live because those songs like three those three songs developed 
through tour and through the song, like with the set, the more we got comfortable playing live, the more shows we did. There was like little things we do and change. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. Actually, and just to be annoying and add one, when it comes became fun. Well, it was not became fun, but got very, very cool because like we was like a, we created a moment where we like interact with the crowd. I remember you actually brought it up and we were like, we need to hone in the set and get to make that song in the set where it's, yeah, it was a good song too. That, that song was very responsive, receptive. Live. Okay, there was no "My Heart Needs to Breathe" or "Saint of the Sinners" on that list, and I'm very upset about that. Yeah. Oh, you know, my heart. Was that, like, before before the album dropped, that would they those two would have been in my top three, yeah. but after the album, didn't make the cut. Yeah, yeah. 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 After after playing live yeah. as well, I definitely noticed it. But my heart is fun live, especially with that little tempo change. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Well, hopefully playing shows and COVID's gone. I mean, honestly, just still writing and doing what we're doing now, but hopefully pushing ourselves and finding new ground and new sounds and new developments and continuing to push each other and in an organic way. And yeah, like hopefully, hopefully more of the same, I guess. Yeah. Like we're either touring or writing. <laughs> yeah. So. And hopefully people it's all good. Yeah. And hopefully people continue to love what we do because we continue to love doing it for people. So hopefully we can continue that going and yeah, deepen the relationship as time goes on. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Uh so for these last couple of questions, we're actually gonna shift away from music if that's okay. And uh go straight to death row. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be? Oh, with a, a drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I had to ask. <laughs> I apologize one more time. Sorry. Um, last last <laughs> meal and drink. If you last meal and drink. That. Yeah. Um, it's heavy. Um, mm-hmm. um, if I was on death row, what would I eat and drink? I don't know. This is. Um, I don't. I don't. That's a hard question. I'd probably go for a big pub meal and a beer. <laughs> to be honest, or like a or a bottle or something, if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Or even like I don't know, I don't know. Like when you ask, yeah. no, you're not gonna like you either. You either go one way and be a complete glutton and get like I'm gonna have 18 buckets of KFC and all this sort of stuff, yeah. or you're like I want to get a fruit salad. No, just... probably probably just a nice burger, nice beer. Yeah, and I'll some... just go. I'll die. Something awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll accept it. Yeah. Get mum to make. Gonna happen. Get mum to make me a casserole. We'll go to taste at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nah, Mac is Sunday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Um, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? In a fictional world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a week? Rick and Morty. Oh, oh, taste. Oh. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I've ever been Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Just for a week? Oh, mm-hmm. oh my God. Oh, I reckon the Star Wars universe would be pretty fun. Oh, that's a yeah that'd be pretty cool wait but jedi or or sith oh jedi for sure okay that's that's fair that's fair yeah yeah fair what would you be you'd be a jedi or wookie uh no i'd try and be a jedi yeah i actually like lightsabers when i was a kid no fair yeah that's fair (laughs) do that i know what steve's would be it'd be avengers would it? Yeah, 100%. He loves Marvel. Marvel yeah. Superhero stuff. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Answer for the other band members too. They, I'm but, hitting but yeah. oh. 
Yeah, well, it's, the Sam bus. would probably fiction. Well, it's a fictional story. So it's like Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you said the same. <laughs> Do we know each other too and, and well? He, and he would live. He would live it in that like timeline as well. Like oh, how it's all chopped and changed. He'd do it like that because he he's, he's into that. That's, yeah, that's how he lives. <laughs> that's how he lives life in, in sections. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Spent a lot Wonderful. of time on tour together. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, just all the time. Yeah. I need a break. Also, another fun fact: the next album, literally, it's all being written in Lyndon's kitchen. <laughs> yeah. So that's the studio, pretty much. Oh my god, iconic! All right. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. What's your favorite color? Cool. Yeah, that, <laughs> you're, you're, you're asking the, the important questions, I'm and sorry. I like that. Thank so you. I reckon, um, you know, like that. Uh, what are you doing? Like, oh, what color are you debating on? Like? I can't. I don't know. Like that bluey green color. Teal. Teal. Yeah, Seafoam yeah. green. Oh, I'm sorry. Like that seafoam green. green. Yeah. That's a detail. You, you see it a, a lot on the old like uh, Fender guitars. Yeah, definitely that's um, oh yeah the light the light bluey green right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one that's a really yeah. good one definitely my favorite mine's just blue just any kind of blue any blue that's solid blue, yeah. you don't have like a preference like a blue. light blue? no just blue what else blue blue i love blue blue's my favorite um, nah, blue's like, a wonderful color oh Oh, are you sure? Are you gonna lock in this answer? Lock it in. Make okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Ah, oh, plug. Jeez, oh, we haven't released any songs yet. <laughs> well, we have one album yet. Um, yeah, just hope everyone, especially like in America, is doing is doing well and staying safe. Um, you know, it's a, especially with everything going on in the world crazy at the moment, times. it is it is crazy times we're living in. So, yeah, just hope everyone's doing well. Hopefully, we'll have some music for you soon. Um, but yeah, just keep right. a keep a good attitude. Keep your keep your head up. Yeah, and look out for yourselves. Yeah. Look out for your friends. Shit'll get better. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's uh, yeah. And um, thank you for having us, guys. Yeah, this is, thank this you. Was great. Really yeah. appreciate the time. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, this was great. <laughs> this was. Thank you for coming on, guys. Uh, this has been the Fame awesome. and Worthy Good Noise podcast.